You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Radio listeners. This is Doreen Canelli, and I'm here with my husband, Jack. And we are just entering the final half hour of this Tuesday's Real Presence Live. We've had a great morning, lots of inspirational um, ideas for how to enter more deeply into Lent and, and to um, let God love us in a more intimate way during Lent. Um, our final guest of the morning is Aberdeen, excuse me, is Amber Watson, South, sorry, from Aberdeen, South Dakota, and she's with us on the phone, and Amber is going to uh, tell us about a beautiful ministry called the Elizabeth Ministry. So, Amber, good morning, and um, please introduce yourself to our listeners. So, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Amber Watson. Um, we live um, in Aberdeen, South Dakota. We've lived here for about a year and a half. I have four little kiddos, five, mm. three, two, and a baby. She's two months. She's in the room with me, so Aww. you hear baby noises. That's why. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that is beautiful. And you said you've you've been in Aberdeen for about a year. Where were you before you lived in Aberdeen? Yes, we were in Omaha um, while my husband finished residency, and then we moved up to Aberdeen for his job. And we've really liked it here and liked the community. Um, and since we're talking about Elizabeth Ministries, one of the ladies in uh, my parish um, was talking about starting this, and I had heard about it when we lived in Sioux Falls, and I was so excited. Because it's something, especially since we've been moving a lot, that I think is so helpful in any community. Um, so I was very excited. Oh, so you're you're relatively new to Elizabeth Ministries yourself? Yes. Um, so we're starting the chapter here. We're just getting it going. Um, like I said, I had heard about it before, but we're just starting it here. So it's something new and exciting. Oh, wonderful. What is it? Yes. <laughs> what is yes. it? I think I've heard, I've heard the name before, but I have... Absolutely no clue about what its mission is or what it what the, it does. Yes, and it's a little different. So it's not like your typical mom's group where you meet once a week and have Bible studies and childcare or whatever. Maybe eventually we'll do something like that. But this is really meant to form like a support network um, for women and families within the community. So it's an international organization. So it's very structured, which is nice because then we have all of the information and their guidelines, um, which help us start it. Um, so the mission is to support women and families through the stages of life, so through joy, sorrows, challenges, um, really anything, um, from marriage to birth to um, grandparenting and really everything in between, um, and just meeting the needs of people within the community and trying to provide that support network. Um, because it seems like in such a virtual world, it's hard to have concrete support systems. Um, even if you have family or like us, when we moved and knew no one in Aberdeen, um, this can provide a way for women and families to have a contact um, to not only forget the support that they might need in the moment, but then as they walk through the rest of their lives. Is the ministry connected? Does the ministry need to be connected to a parish or can it exist like in a city that has more than one Catholic parish? Um you know, independent of a parish? Yes. So the way we are doing 
hours, it's going St. Mary's and Sacred Heart are going together. So they're both helping to provide funds for us to have the resources to be able to do this. I think it could be independent. Um, but the way we're doing it is the two parishes in Aberdeen are working together to have this ministry for both parishes. Oh, okay. So there's some flexibility yeah. with how that works. Yes. What kind of resources yes. do they provide? Um, so the main part of Elizabeth's ministries is, um, it's different, so it's hard to explain. So the first part is that we have volunteers who become ministers. Um, and I can talk about that in a little bit. But then these ministers will minister to women who have had similar experiences. Um, so say a woman is experiencing a miscarriage and calls the parish or makes a referral for herself. Um, then a woman who is a minister who has experienced that will reach out to her. Um, we really like to do, like, in-person meetings and, like, meet the woman. Um, but if they aren't open to that, then we have... I mean, we can do a stuff over the phone. We can help in whatever the way they need. Uh, but primarily, it's, the goal is to meet, like, one-on-one and just uh, talk and share experiences. Um, Elizabeth Ministries provides a prayer journal for, like, different things that a woman might be going through that she might reach out for help. Um, and then there's also, like, a pamphlet with different information. Um, and then many times... So the minister would take a gift bag with this prayer journal, like a pamphlet. And then many times she'll add something personal, like something that she might have helped her during this time. How do you make um, Elizabeth Ministries known to in the community? <laughs> really so far, mainly it's been by word of mouth, mm-hmm. by the priest at church. We got up and talked at one of the masses. We do have a Facebook page. Um, it is called Elizabeth Ministry at Aberdeen area, um, yeah, oh. and then um, referrals can be made on the parish website for both Saint, so the St. Mary's in Aberdeen and then Sacred Heart in Aberdeen on their website. Um, there's an Elizabeth Ministry page, and then you can make referrals on that. So mainly so far it's been word about, but we're hoping to kind of branch out more, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Facebook and so do you have regu- like do you have regular meetings in addition to so the we, outreach that you do? Yep. So we just started. We had an informational meeting in February, and then on March fifth, um, we have our first training for the ministers. So we haven't even like started having referrals yet. We're just in the process of training ministers, and it's very it's not that any volunteers don't need to be counselors, it's just whoever is willing to help and has a heart to serve Jesus and to love other women in this manner. Um, we have a, a short training meeting, hour, hour and a half. We just kind of give information, what a meeting would look like, what you do, like how you reach out to the women, um, and just give them some guidelines for when you meet. And then after that, we'll start receiving referrals. And then... We'll work on, yes, having some meetings and probably some gatherings later once we kind of get on our feet. Sure. So is the training done by uh, women from the outside, from like another uh, Elizabeth ministry that might have a little more experience than yours? Or, uh, no, we are doing it with myself and Sarah Vett and Elaine Horner, who are um, in Aberdeen, and we have training manuals that come from Elizabeth's ministry, which is one of the nice things about this being like an organization. Right. So they have all of this stuff yes. put together. So we have a leader's manual, there's visitor manuals, there's a teaching manual. 
So we'll go off of that and yeah, trust the Holy Spirit as we start this to guide us. Yeah, sure. That He knows what we need. Do you will you, do you anticipate ministering to um, women and families outside of the Catholic Church? At some point, I think so. We're starting within the parishes, but I sure. could see this kind of reaching out, and that is. Yes, that would be lovely to be really? able to do that. Yes, and really a means of evangelization to bring. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my hope is that we kind of reach those women who need help, who don't have a support system, and might go to Mass, might not go to Mass, but really just to be Jesus to them. Or even if you know Jesus and love Jesus and still go to Mass, to be there in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, like a model of almost discipleship, just walking through life together and sharing how God is working in our lives, even through the hard times. I, I can see where a parish priest would, I would hope, be very supportive of an organization such as this, just because it, you know, it's it's women talking to women, and I think that's really important in order, you know, to have someone, you know, who c- might share the experience that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've received great support. I love the idea that it's um, it's a group uh, for women in in more than one way. Um, a common, you know, there's a there's a common goal, but it's about reaching out and um, and caring for others, which I think is um, you know a gift that women have. But it's wonderful that it's um, there. There can be it can be within. A program. It's a type of evangelization. <laughs> it is absolutely a type of evangelization. I know. I think it's just wonderful. So, if a parish, if a parish doesn't have Elizabeth Ministries, what are the steps that they would go through in order to um, have that become part of their parish ministries? Yeah. Um, so, I first is contacting the Elizabeth Ministries, the international. Oh. Sorry, baby's crying. Um, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> just as the, um, so contacting Elizabeth Ministries, they have their own website, and then they go through the steps with you of how to do this. So you order, there's, like I said, there's different manuals that you go through that goes by step through step of what you need to do. So the first is like trying to get support. Where are the, it doesn't take a lot of money, but you still need funds by the manuals and then the, like the prayer thing, um, the prayer journals that we hand out and some just some of the basic costs, printing and paper. Um, and then uh, the next step was to make a core team. So I didn't do the initial step. Sarah Vetch from the area really had the inspiration and the Holy Spirit was guiding her. And then she reached out to me um, to be like on the core team to help start it. So do you... Um, do you... After, after it's established... Do you have like monthly meetings where you are kind of growing in your faith together as a group of women, and um, or how does how does that work once you're established? Yes, I think I we might start quarterly oh. and see how it goes. Um, we had a very nice turnout at our ministry at the ministers just the volunteer meetings. So we're very excited about that. Um, we might just start quarterly meetings, but yes, we definitely need something for that formation. But then also to be able to invite the women who need that support and referrals just to have that community. Mm-hmm. Um, so get both with that formation and then also for the community aspect. Right. Um, would you, um, Amber, after, we're coming up on a break, but after the break, would you talk about 
the various uh, difficulties that Elizabeth Ministries anticipates um, helping women through. Sure. Okay, so we'll talk about that after the break. Okay. We're coming up on the break in about 20 seconds or or less. I guess that really doesn't matter because it's not a hard break. But um, stay with us. We're talking with Amber Watson in, from Aberdeen, South Dakota, about uh, Elizabeth Ministries. And uh, there's more to come on the other side, so stay with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Father Bo Brown from the Diocese of Duluth. A lot of times, us as, as Catholics, we we struggle with the Holy Spirit because the, the Father is so approachable. He has a name that's very... Uh, that we all know, right, that we can relate to, and the Son as well. And when you get the Holy Spirit, oftentimes He can take this, this kind of back seat in our relationship with God. And we see early on in the, in the book of Acts and in uh, the disciples in the early life of the church, we see how they live with the Holy Spirit and they express to us what it's like to live with Him and how He both sanctifies what they do and their ministry and gives them special gifts and also how He sanctifies their own lives. And they talk about how the Spirit brings uh, certain effects in their life, like joy and peace, patience, kindness, generosity, self-control. So I think it's good for us to think about today. What's our relationship with the Holy Spirit like? Is He a real person in our lives? We have the same kind of relationship with Him that we have with the Father and the Son. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. Some say that our age of relativism, the belief that there are no absolute truths, began when the philosophers of the Enlightenment divorced reason from reality. Indeed, David Hume wrote that reason exists only to serve our own agendas. Contrast this with great thinkers like Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine of Hippo, who each taught that reason is at the service of reality. And because of this, the human reason can reason their way to truth. In John Paul's famous encyclical Fides et Ratio, he writes, Faith and reason are like two wings on which the human spirit rises to the contemplation of truth. Millennia of Christians have held that faith without reason is brainwash, and reason without faith is blind. So today, when you're thinking through an issue, ask yourself, is my reason serving reality, or am I twisting reality to serve myself? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace. Power. Purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to the final segment of this day's installment of Real Presence Live. And we're talking with Amber Watson from Aberdeen, South Dakota about Elizabeth Ministry. I'm Jack Kennelly, and with me as my co-host is my wife, Doreen, and we're happy to have you with us. And uh, Doreen, I think, did you have a question for Amber? Um, we were going to go to um, what, kind of a twofold question. Why this is called Elizabeth Ministries, and what are some of the hardships that the ministry anticipates helping women through? So, Amber, if you want to um, take that and run with it, that would be great. Yes. Um, so it is called Elizabeth's Ministry um, based off of the story of the visitation. 
um, where the angel appears to Mary. Um, she says, Be it done unto me according to thy word. And the angel tells her that her cousin Elizabeth is expecting. Um, and Mary it, um, specifically says she goes in haste to Elizabeth. And they have the beautiful meeting um, where they both recognize, um, Elizabeth recognizes in Mary the presence of Jesus. Um, or of her Savior, and Mary has her beautiful Magnificat. Um, and so this, the Elizabeth ministry, is based on that example of Mary going in haste to her cousin Elizabeth, who is in need, and then them together, just seeing the joy and the love um, of each other, and then praising God in that. Um, and so that is kind of what we are trying to do, Um running to the needs of others in our community who we might know, who we might not know, which is the beautiful thing, is we can meet so many new people doing this. Um, and then seeing through whatever they're going through or wherever they're at in their life, um, seeing God in that and recognizing that together. Um, so the second part of that, um, as you had mentioned, just like the different areas of life that women might be told. Mm-hmm. Um, they might call the parish, they might make a referral for themselves because they've heard of the ministry, or someone else can actually make a referral also um, if they see that a friend is in need or a spouse is in need. Um, so some of the areas we are anticipating and that we have specific resources for um, are pregnancy, um, for giving birth, like postpartum, um, miscarriage, um, infertility, and then kind of get to later in life, possibly, with menopause and empty nesting and grandparenting. Um, and then there's so much in between. So we're here for anything. But those are like the specific moments that we really see people reaching out in need, or maybe someone moves into the community or is having a surgery um, and is just wanting to to talk to someone or needs a meal train. That's one of the other things that we're doing with Elizabeth Ministry. I don't know if it necessarily has to be part of it, but we are going to have a meal train. So we have a meal train coordinator, and anytime someone reaches out, even if they don't want to talk with one of the ministers, if they just want some meals, we are going to be able to provide that for them. Well, those are all great, um, great needs to be met in um, you know, ways to support each other. That's Yes. And then also, of course, praying for people, mm-hmm. praying for the um, people who reach out. Um, do you pray, do you, um, do, does Elizabeth Ministries encourage praying with the people that you're serving? Yes. Yes. And so that's one of the things that we'll go through at training is how to pray with them. If, of course, that woman is comfortable with that. Right. Um, but then, yeah, that's one of the things that we'll go through is how to pray with someone. Do you also di- uh, direct women to other resources within the community? That uh... Yes. Yes. So that is still in the works, as we have not officially started. But yes, we are planning on having a referral list. Um, so that if they do need a certified counselor, because we aren't counselors, we're just there to support and share our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yes, if they need a counselor, if they need a doctor and they're new to town, we can tell them, give them options and resources. Or if we don't know, we can find out or ask someone else you might know right and you know i met you know pro-life pregnancy resource centers and things like that might be other places where you might refer somebody yeah so are there annual fees for being a kind of a member of elizabeth ministry no there are not okay um so we have that two part the ministers and then the um women or families who make referrals and it's just there for us 
and they have but they have materials that you can order if your group needs feels the need for materials was that what yes. you had said earlier yeah well that's that's yes. that's great has your group been involved in any outreach yet or are you still in the kind of in the formative stages yep not quite yet so we have our training again on march 5th um at st mary's here it's at three o'clock um and that's for the ministers so we'll go through like the different areas that we're really planning on focusing to start and then we'll have further trainings or if women want to be involved and they can't make it to that training then we'll do it individual again it's very brief we're planning like hour to hour and a half Um, And then the women who have experienced certain things will be at that part of the training, um, and we'll go through that. So we'll probably group some of the ones together, like childbearing and pregnancy and miscarriage, probably group those together, and then um, have some of the other ones also grouped together. Well, maybe you'd want Maybe you'd want to take a few seconds right now to encourage any women in your area that would be interested in this sort of uh, ministry to attend your training. Yes. Um, we mm-hmm. definitely love to have as many women as possible. Um, be able to, oh, give love. So this is one of the things I love about Elizabeth Ministries. It's two parts. We have the opportunity to love with Jesus' love, the women who might be reaching out, but then we also have the opportunity on the other side to make the referrals when we need love, to be able to receive that love. Oh. So, the two opportunities to love and to refer the those who need it to the the ministries themselves. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes, and, and it sounds like uh, uh, no prior training or experience is necessary. It might be helpful, but uh, uh, I think just uh, being a person, a woman who wants to help other women, is what you're looking for. That is correct. We need nothing. <laughs> just the heart for Jesus and for other people and to share experiences and to share Jesus' love. Yeah, and those, yeah. yeah, I mean, and those gifts that you have to offer will, will come out mm-hmm. as, as you go through time helping people. Yeah, and even we have women who just want to make meals, which is a wonderful resource if they aren't necessarily outgoing and don't want to meet people one-on-one. We have the opportunity to make meals or pray for people. Um, if someone's really interested in technology, they can help us reach out that way. Yeah. Um, so there's many different roles in this ministry. Oh, that's good to know. I I would encourage all the women in the Aberdeen listening area to really check it out. It Checking it out doesn't mean you're making a commitment, but go find out more about it. Right. That, that sounds wonderful. And I would, I would, yeah. ho- I would hope maybe in a, in a year down the road we can... We can have you back on again mm-hmm. to tell you about all the wonderful work that's uh, going on in Aberdeen with this ministry. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have questions and you're in Aberdeen, there's information on both the Sacred Heart and the St. Mary's website okay. about the Elizabeth Ministries here. All right. Okay, well, we're... We're coming up on the end of our program and getting towards our technical director's preview. Amber, we want to thank you for being with us today and telling us about Elizabeth Ministry in Aberdeen. And we certainly wish you all the, uh, all the best in, in your efforts. And we certainly encourage the women in your area to, to go to your training program. And so thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. And now we go to Aaron for our technical director preview of the next program.
On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Jock Daniel and Father Brian Christensen coming to you from Rapid City, South Dakota. We will hear from the music director of Saints Anne and Joachim Church, Patrick McGuire, who will speak with us about Eucharistic revival through the power of music. Then, Sister Irene will discuss the importance of the work of nuns and how to reach out to young women who are being called to this incredible and unique vocation. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Thank you, Aaron. I guess it's back to us. The, you know, I think uh, you've got a better radio voice than any of us, but I suppose that's why they pay you the big bucks, right? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think Doreen's got some jokes I've as we got can at take. Least a, one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, at least one. We'll read it one. slowly. All right. Remember our theme today. Why couldn't the priest find his rosary? Because he had lent it to somebody. Bingo! All right. <laughs> Got that, Jack. The guy's a genius, isn't yeah. he? Yes, <laughs> and kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, do you think you can find another one? I don't know. I well, this was that's... a fun program today, oh, I thought. I thought so, too. I tell Very you, inspiring. Talk about a lot of energy from all of our, uh, mm -hmm. uh, all of our guests. Mm -hmm. Enthusiasm and yeah. passion for what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. I want to check out that book. But you keep telling me we have enough books in our house. Well, uh, enough unread <laughs> books in our yeah. house, yes. <laughs> Check it out online. <laughs> right. You can, you, no. you can maybe make it as a gift to our daughters and our sons and their wives. Yeah, but I was thinking They're about tired that. parents. Yeah, that's true, probably. Yeah. yeah getting more tired. That's, yes. that's, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I want to thank Ken Cottrell. Okay. Uh, Just wanted to say thanks to Ken Cottrell. Um, for taking my place yes. last month when I was right. substitute teaching. Yes, thank you, Ken. <laughs> if you're listening today, he did a nice job. Yeah, He's not as good looking as you are, but uh, <laughs> we did a nice job. <laughs> I think we can end on that, can we not? I think we better. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you for staying with us today for Real Presence Live, and there'll be more Real Presence Live this Thursday from 9 to 11. Yes, and Blessed Lent. And stay tuned today for some more good Catholic programming on Real Presence Radio. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.